and welcome to this episode of Mysteries, the podcast where we decide if history is a hit or myth. In general? It just in general, yeah. We just so, review uh, history as a as a block. I'm your host, Kieran Bartlett, and this is your co-host, Shane Todd. Yeah, a probably better way to describe it is we look at a specific subject and describe decide whether we think it's a, a hit or a myth. Yeah. Do we think it happened? Hit, myth. Bit of a spoof. Where's it? Where's it? If it's in between, right? So, today's episode is um, sponsored by uh, Drapewear by Karen Bartlett. This is a new knitwear. I'm only joking. Today's episode is about um, the Battle of Thermopylae, Shane, 480 BC. This is the famous battle of the 300 Spartans. So, or you know, 300. The movie you may have seen, the graphic novel you may have read. Movie, yeah, I've Did seen, you see the, the movie? movie. I I don't know whether I said this on this podcast before, but I got really into the movie. Does I think it? it came out when we were like sixteen or something. Yeah, sixteen, and I really wee bit older. You're older. Than I ah uh, right enough. Yeah, but I, think I, I was I was already at uni when it came out. I'm really into this movie at the time when it came out, and I had a three hundred T shirt. That's cool. T- well, it's not. It is. I know you're still doing that, but um, was what was the T-shirt though? Because this is important. Tell me, it wasn't a six-pack on it. No. See, I no. had that and it stretched. Yeah, but if I wanted to show that, I would have just taken my T-shirt. Off. Well, see, I have more of a, a family multi-pack, yeah. so you can't. It um, uh, the T-shirt was brown, and it said three hundred had the logo on it, and above the logo was all the wee men getting kicked into the well, and they went and trailed down the t-shirt. I was good that bit in the movie, wasn't it? The, this is Sparta! And he spits everywhere, and a fucking... Because that trailer blew everyone's mind. The trailer was amazing, and it did look like the graphic novel. I have issues I with the movie. I think the movie was good. I have issues with it. I have issues with it. Like we'll, what? We'll get into it. We'll get okay, into okay. it. Okay, okay. So... So, the, by the way, the only thing I know about all this is the movie. Right, okay. Uh, have you seen the old movie? That's called the Three Hundred Spartans. We'll have a picture of that, Dan. No. This was out in I want to say nineteen sixty-two. I think nineteen sixty-two. Now my dad told me this is true. My dad saw this movie in nineteen sixty-two, starring Richard Egan and Sir Ralph Richardson, right? And um, my dad went to um, went to the cinema or whatever in Belfast and saw this, and then told me about it when I was a kid and told me all about this battle. And so, I, I mean, pre-secondary school, he told me about this battle and about the importance of, you know, using geography to your advantage in, in war. Like As, you thought you'd need, you'd need that? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like here, if you're ever getting taken on by five guys, in a, five guys in a pool room, Kieran, you know, take the cue, take one of the balls in your hand, get in the corner, fucking bait. Anyway, he didn't. But anyway... Dan, um, edit a clip where Karen's like, if you ever get stuck in a room with five guys, and then get Karen doing just, what he was doing, just bit, right? Working the balls so, on the cue. So he, um, he, he, he basically told me all about this story, and I was fascinated by it. And then whenever I went to secondary school, in first year in history, we learned about two things: we learned about the Normans, and we also learned about the Greeks. And we learned all about Sparta, and this was part of it. And I, I can like, picture your face as you turn around to your classmates and your teacher, and the teacher. We're going to be learning about ancient Greece, and you say, "Sir, let me stop you there. I'll take it from here." I was like, you know, today we're going to be learning about the Battle of Thermopylae. Has anybody heard of that? And I'm like, 
know, <laughs> who, who weak hand goes up. Anyway, as it says here on the Thermopylae poster, on I the- bet you you shouted objection in history class a lot. <laughs> I would shout per- conjecture, conjecture, <laughs> permission to approach the bench. <laughs> as it says here. Mighty battle epic of a handful of men forming the invincible flying wedge against the killer horde, five million strong. Now, that's a big number, (laughs) right? Now, the main (laughs) historical source for this is um, not my dad. It's uh, Herodotus, the 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 godfather, the grandfather of history. Let's get in Herodotus, let Greek historian, right? Let's let's do now. At the, uh, uh, at the risk of the, the lamp coming on here, let's think about what history is and what history actually means. I bet you said this to your history teacher. I have. I've, I've said this. Uh, the, the word history comes from a Greek word, hysteria, which is to do with an inquiry. So it's different from uh, just like a, an account. You're actually... There's causality. You're, you're, try, you're inquiring into what happened, but also how and why, Right. So it's all to do with causality. Uh, it's a it's a different way of writing. Now, her, that's pretty good, Dan. That's pretty <laughs> By the good. Way, the light of Zeus, Fosty sack. <laughs> the light of Spavian just got real. Um, Holy shit! I was ma- I was mad. So Her- Herodotus writes in a different way to some uh, some history. So Ro- Roman writers, well, uh, he does it with the trousers and pants off. Yeah, yeah. He he, he types standing up. So like. The some like see when you type, do you just hit one key at a time with your fist? <laughs> some I actually have a keyboard on the ground. I just dance around. Um, so it takes ages for me to do a hundred words. But anyway, we um we sorry. So the 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 Roman you, Roman style Roman boxing? style of history. A B the the sort of Roman style of history. Uh, around around this kind of time, the fifth century BC and and slightly uh later was like um what would you call like re- res guest like a, a report of facts a report of uh like deeds deeds the deeds of men but history is about inquiring right so herodotus is the godfather of that style of inquiry and then uh about 80 years after this battle uh, Thucydides, who was a, an Athenian general, uh, wrote the history of the Peloponnesian War, which is a history of um, a war between Athens and Sparta, um, which actually goes does go back about 50, 60 years before. Uh, so that battle, st- the, sorry, that war started in the 420s, but there was a period like a Cold War that kind of started among the Greeks after. Was it not in Greece? After, yeah, I uh, see what you've done there. Uh, a cold war between Athens and Sparta that that comes after the, uh, this defeat, the second defeat of Persia. So, uh, and Thucydides then becomes the real like this is how history should be written sort per- of guy. Persians around right? Modern yeah, day yeah, Iran. yeah, yeah. So, um, anyway, let's get into this a wee bit. So you tell me this is in four eighty the Battle of Thermopylae, but we do have to go back to four ninety, right? So in four ninety. Hold on, it was 480 and we're going back to 490? Yeah, BC, you have to count backwards. I know, right? Can break down forwards. This is it. So this is the... Oh, shit. Oh, man, I'm excited. I love this. This is the classical uh, period of, of 
ancient Greece, right? Right. Um, classical Greece. I met. I did this at Queens. I was erect for three months. I, like I just, I loved this. I loved this first year Queens. Other people were coming in hating it. Mate, I swear to God, see everything you've ever thought about me being like an actual nerd. I would stay sober to go into these classes. I loved it. I said that as if like you know the rest of the week I'm bombing yeah. here, but I mean and like. I, I would I would rarely go Hunter S. Thompson I, th- these classes were at 9am do you know what that's like for me oh shit and I mean that's like that means getting up at 7 to get in into Queens for 9 uh, my could dad you, could you mention more times you went to uni 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 Queens for you still for your it. email address is still your uni email address <laughs> which is it. the worst thing ever do you know the shittest thing about that is sometimes if there's a problem at the uni server it goes down <laughs> Gmail won't do that to you but anyway I absolutely love this. My dad, uh, God rest him, genuinely, what a guy. Taught me about this when I was a kid. But then also, when I was at university, wait to hear what a hero this guy was. He, he would read the same stuff that I was reading at this time so that we had something to talk about in the car. Not, not as if like, <laughs> re- that sounds wrong. That's that sounds, thing that's, that sounds wrong. It sounds wrong. It sounds like the rest of the time we're just sitting like that. Yeah, when you were doing maths, he's like, fuck, I better read a bit of algebra. So, um, here, uh, Jim knew about maths more than I did, by the way. He was an engineer. Anyway, uh, he, 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 he hated my maths. My, my dad would have said the stuff like, well, it takes one of you an hour to do this. Is how, how long does it take four years? And we'd look at each other and be like, 15 minutes. Four hours? You know what I mean? Right. My dad would be like, isn't so thick. Anyway. So so we, you guys could have any sort of conversation. We, we would chat about this and he used to he uh he would drive me to uni and all some some days, uh which was extremely dead on of him. Anyway, what a guy. We we went <laughs> Oh, is it so dead on? It doesn't have You've to. given like a genuine heartfelt tribute to your dad, you're like, Go rest him, sometimes this guy gave me a lift. Do you know how no, no. <laughs> it was always good. I oh fuck off, right? I loved it. And then sometimes I would go with my mate Kev. We would go to uni because he also, he did ancient history, but also work with me in Tesco and played football with me. We were in each other's pockets right anyway. It was a great time in my life. I have four memories. More than the that. Cooks, Inside Out, Inside In, that album. Yeah. I was just out. Bangers from fucking front to back. 490 BC, come with me, right? <laughs> the the Persians, the Persian... Uh, now let me remember this Achaemenid uh, Empire. That was the the, the Persian um, Empire. Yeah, that that was their um, the dynasty. It was in place. Uh, in Used to be a great Chinese in Hollywood. The <laughs> dynasty. Really? Yeah. I thought uh, right. Okay. Just dynasty, no that. Right. Just dynasty. Dynasty. Robert the it. dynasty. So what anyway, we dynasty. I would call it dynasty. Um, so actually, I wouldn't. I call it dynasty anyway. So we we went. So we went. The uh the Persian Empire this time is uh ruled by a guy called Darius, not Darius Dinesh. Feeling blue, <laughs> color <laughs> blood. Hey, R.I.P. By the way. Feeling yellow, <laughs> I'm confused inside. A little hazy, hazy but mellow. <laughs> feel your... See if you bought that single. Do you know what the B side was? A live version of Darius doing bootylicious. <laughs> was it? <laughs> Oh my god! Rise to bootylicious for you, baby. I am not ready for your jelly, Darius. No. Um, that's mental. Do you remember he 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 became famous for doing that version of "Baby One More Time." Hit me, baby, one more time. So Darius Dinesh was Darius Dinesh. Uh, color is the colorblind leader of uh, of the Persian Empire, four ninety. 
comes up with the idea of heading west to conquer Greece. And the Greeks who so Greek Greece at this time broken into what you call a a single polis, but polis like city states. Don't know the people that arrest you, bro. No. <laughs> Uh, city states so like uh, you know the city of Athens is like a whole state the city of Sparta is like a whole state um, and they're independent you need to nearly think of those as nations is Sparta in Greece? yes is it still going? yes really? no it's not going in the same way but there is a place you Aye. can go to called Sparta look yeah so um, obviously uh, so Athens is in Attica and um what do you call it? Uh, Sparta is in Lacedaemonia. Oh, pull that out of my hole right anyway. When was the last time you heard of someone just going to Sparta? Uh, uh, me and our, we're not on our holidays here, we're going to Sparta. I was meant to go to it on that ill-fated trip to Greece, 2007, forest fires, lasted three days, don't even talk to me about it. Didn't travel and the great loss, of course, was Kieran Bartlett not being able to go. I would have loved to have gone. I went, to, uh, do you know what I did get? I did get, I did get to go to the Parthenon, which was unbelievable, Sweet. and we get taken round up by the it's a sauna, by the way, by the by the head uh, of the project to restore it. It was fucking brilliant. Anyway, shit. it was fucking brilliant. You couldn't get into it at this time, and we get, you're a dick. Anyway, so uh, at this time, so I think we have a picture of Darius there uh, somewhere, Dan. Um, he's a great. So we have two pictures of Darius. There's the one from the movie. Where he's an absolute gimp. Oh, sorry, no, it's two of Xerxes. But I, I think we definitely have one of Darius though. Um, that's not him. Uh, hold on. That uh, uh, that's him there. Oh no, is that Xerxes? Right. Anyway, right. We'll get there. We'll get there. Fuck Darius. Right. Fuck. Darius was the leader of uh of the Persian Empire. Right. Right. Comes up with an idea. Let's go to Greece. Let's conquer Greece. That's a good thing for us, and when he, all these Greek city states that were uh, previously uh, separate and even some of them at war with each other, they united. This is a, a what you call a pan Hellenic alliance. So all of Greece unites to fucking go here. We might hate each other and we have problems, but we're all Greeks because there's sort of two races of Greeks, if you like. There, there's the the Ionian Greeks and the Doric Greeks. So the Spartans are the Doric ones and. Uh, Athens or Ionian Greeks now um, they uh, they were previously sort of all at, at war with each other in different at different moments but they all went here fuck Darius right so Darius comes in this is when the famous battle of Marathon happened um, where, where um, well Pheidippides was the guy who ran the original Marathon so he ran the 26 miles from <laughs> Marathon. Do you know this? No, I thought you are making it up. No, that's why it's called a marathon. So he ran. This is true. Pheidippides basically ran from Marathon, I think, back to Athens and told the Athenians here, the fucking Persians are coming now. Be ready for this. He had to wait for a Strava to load before he told them. It's like two seconds here. <laughs> Pretty sure he died then immediately. He did. He, he basically got there and went, they're coming. Big man got a sub right. two hour and then just... Yeah, right. PB. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> HPV, historical personal best, right? So he fucking, he fucking sprinted and he died, right? And and the Athenians then everyone was ready, and they fucking they hit Persia hard, and beat them, and per, the Persians retreated. And ten years then went by of the Greeks sort of all being like, nice one lads, still don't like you, but whatever. And then, but here fuck fuck Persia. Then Darius dies, 
and his son, Xerxes, uh, this guy. So this is the one. That's what he actually looked like, probably. Yeah. Persian guy. Nice tight curls there, tight curls. And then come and see the GIMP photo from the movie 300. Now, I always think what they're doing in 300 is yeah. to look at that. Like, I mean, yeah. By the way, historical sexy bastard. I, I would say... Uh, he looks like somebody that's going for a night out in West Belfast. Yeah. Or coming back from a hard night out in West Belfast. He's been to the felons. He doesn't even know who owns them chains. In the movie, he speaks like that. He does. I always Versus. think what they're going for with him is, let's make him weird. And, and when I say foreign, I mean like foreign to what we think of as a king being. So like try to make him seem alien and weird because mm. that's what he was to the Greeks. Mm. I'm not saying let's make him like a foreign. Foreign, foreign people are weird? Xerxes was like... Uh, you said foreign people are weird. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we should protest outside that hotel in Bangor. Now, don't do that. Don't be there. Anyway, the, so Xerxes wants to come back to Greece and pick up where his father failed. Right. And defeat the Greeks and conquer Greece and fucking be the... the basically, thought of himself as a, as a god, right? So... Um, Around this, this is 10 years later, this is 480 now, right? So, uh, the Greeks form another pan-Hellenic alliance and at the head of that is the Greek, uh, the, the Athenian uh, leader Themistocles, great speaker and leader of men, this guy. Check, mate, side profile much? Did he get eaten by a pigeon? <laughs> What a, I, I I rarely say this about somebody, but this is this is a this is a HSH historical sweet helmet. Right? <laughs> he looks like. By the way, that does look like the tip of a cock on his head. It does. It does look like the head of a cock. Mine. Um, uh, but the thing is, that looks like a hipster DJ album cover. <laughs> looks like Glenn Hansard's next album. <laughs> so um, he's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Themistocles comes up with the idea of saying, right, the Persians the Persians are en route. And by the way, so in Herodotus, in the histories uh, of Herodotus, um, one of the things that he, he talks about in great detail uh, Herodotus, Herodotus is, is the um is the the demographic makeup of Xerxes's army, right? Uh which is mental. Like uh They've said five million strong. I think the numbers are inflated. He's outsourcing a lot. He's mate. Basically, if you imagine from Iran right through to fucking, right through to Greece, he's picking up mercenary armies on his way. He's paying them all. They're all getting fed. And and then Herodotus it literally goes into the detail of like there's a few there's a few quid in the, at dinner in this for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll stick you on a feed, right? <laughs> See if somebody ever asks you to do a gig of any kind, music or, or yeah. comedy, and they go. And there's a feed for you. Go, don't give me a feed. Give me the money you would spend on that. G- give me fee, not feed. Fee, not feed. We'll is. give you a seven course meal, a bottle of champagne. And on give me like... forty quid. <laughs> give me the forty quid. So, because I'll spend it. I'll spend it better than you will. <laughs> yeah. I don't want seven courses in fucking. I know where do we go? I don't. I don't want. Four, I don't want four courses in Randallstown. <laughs> I. I want the McDonald's on the way home and thirty five pound left over to do what I want. Anyway. Yeah. I want. I want to spend the five. I want to. Oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> two double cheeses, like that's all I get. 
yeah for breakfast now <laughs> so we um the first time run <laughs> <laughs> driving the next the next one do you remember me <laughs> uh anyway so you uh, have a different pair of glasses on <laughs> hello i'm a different man <laughs> coming in with the glasses and the dogs on Come around next time I'll tell her I'm a head makeup. <laughs> anyway, so uh so Herodotus goes into like a lot of detail about like we had archers from here and this is the way they dressed and this is the way they got on and he had fucking cavalry from here and this is the way they did. It's a very long report and in the old movie they do a fair bit of like all these different people walking past and they're like, Oh, the archers from wherever and the fucking infantry from right, whatever. Great times. Themistocles comes up with this great idea of let's use our collective different military uh, skills to defeat these people. Uh, so Sparta, let's talk a wee tiny bit about Sparta. Sparta is like the home of Greek hoplite warfare, right? So the hoplites, hoplite is, we'll have a picture of a hoplite here now. The no hoplite hop is <laughs> the hoplite is the name of the shield. Uh Spartan, it might be Spartan JPEG there now. Yes. Right. So it's a big shield. Yeah. A so shimpot? the shield, yeah, so you get greaves, you get the, you get the helmet, you get the shield, you get the big ass fucking spear, and Spartan you get stocks? you get a you get a small uh a short sword called a Zephos, right? Uh, a Kazifos, a right? Let's just call it Kazifos, though, for ease of speech. So, um, and the way hoplite warfare would work was these guys would stand, you nearly lock the shields together so it forms like a wall, and then you can fucking poke the spears through the holes, right? And it's extremely fucking hard uh, cardio, but also hard to break through, right? So, like, the guys doing it are hard as nails, and every time there was a little lull, the front line will go to the back and the next guys come forward and fucking, right? So this is how, Sparta was the, the best, um, the, the best military, like infantry um, uh, state out of all the Greeks because, and th- this is important, the Spartans were the best because they lived in like a siege military mentality all the time. So the Spartans had slaves, Right, uh, a lot of them that were called helots, and like literally thousands, thousands of helots for every one Spartan. Right, so the the group the group at the top in Sparta was called the homoioi, right, which is homoioi. like the, the equals, the sames, the samesies, and then there was a group in the middle that were sort of not really helots but not really Spartans called the Perioikoi. I am literally pulling this out of my dick hole from first year ancient history, which I studied at Queen's University now. But that was dead on. And we... we <laughs> HGD, historical good dad, right? And we... we the, so... You give me a lift. So if you imagine... Beat me with a belt every day. Spartan society. <laughs> wouldn't talk to me unless it was with history. <laughs> Spartan society is like a pyramid, right? So at the top, you have a small group called the Homoioi. Right. In the middle, a bigger group called the Perioikoi. And then the most powerless group or the most numerous called the Helots, right? But so in order to rule the Helots, the Spartans fucking trained all the time in military warfare, like in, in tactics and physical fucking training. So when you were seven, you were a wee boy, 
you would go away to a thing called the Agogi, which was like the fucking like a military Summer barracks. School. You were beat, no, it was a barracks, and you were there from you were seven until you were like fucking like an adult, and you trained every day. You would wrestle, you would fight, you'd learn tactics, all this. But you're trained. You're you're basically a full time soldier from the time you're seven, right? So, when the Greeks, the the rest of the Greeks are more like apart from the Athenians, are more like. We train a wee bit to defend our our state, but we're yeah. not full time soldiers. Like so, it's like, and they do that in the movie. They do a good bit in the th- the Spartans are professional footballers, and the rest of Greece they just play five. I say once a week. That's it. That's it. Right. So it's basically they do that in the movie in three hundred, where I think Leonidas Jerry Butler says to somebody, you know, you know, and you Theban, what are you? What what you know? I'm a potter. I'm a potter, and he's like, I'm a fucking warlord. No, no, he goes, he goes, he goes. I'm a potter, and then he goes. He asks someone else, you know. He's like a shepherd or something. Yeah, and then he says, "Spartans, what is your profession?" And they go, "How, how?" I don't Class. know if they. I don't know. It's How? <laughs> um, people are like, "That's quite, quite unclear." Um, yeah. <laughs> they go, "They went, how, how? We're full time Spartans." <laughs> so that's why the Spartans are the best infantry. So Themistocles, Athens are the best naval nation. Um. Just picking their belly buttons. No, they're they're the best. Uh, they have the best navy, and th- this is true of this whole period for like a, hundred, a couple of hundred years. Athens was a naval power. They they had trireme ships, which are like ro- so three rows of three. Sorry, three rows of rowers, and uh, at at the front of the ship is like a big fucking spike, like a big metal ram that you would fucking like literally fire the ship into another ship and fucking punch holes in it and sink it. They were the best at this. Um, so Themistocles says let's fucking defeat their let's defeat the Persians let's hold off their army coming into the top so we have a, a map Dan of where Thermopylae is the relief location so well that's fucking annoying see so right Dan bring the cursor down a wee bit and in see over to the right then Thermopylae is basically around just down a wee bit See, see, like, in the next inlet there, in around there, right? So the Persians are coming across the Aegean, and they're going to invade northern Greece from, from there and come down then uh, into the... So this is, see this bit then, this big bit down at the bottom? Yes. That's the Peloponnese, that's where Sparta is. Right. And then see the other bit there, down over to the right? That's where, that's Attica, that's where Athens is, right? right. So, um, and then that bit in the middle is the Isthmus of Corinth, and that's where Corinth is. So anyway, so the the Persians are coming in from there. Themistocles says, let's hold them off at Thermopylae, which means the hot gates. And it's a, yeah, it's I remember that from the movie. It's basically a pass yes. uh, that they need to get through. Uh, we can bottleneck them there, and let's also simultaneously fight them at the battle, the battle of Artemisium, right? So... The uh, which is a slightly more open battle, but all the Greeks are going to go there. They know because of the geography, it'll be like a force multiplier for the Greeks where they go, we can send fewer people there and hold them off there. Right. We'll send every other cunt to uh, this bit uh, in Artemisium now. Leonidas, give us a picture of him, Dan. He's the fucking one of the two kings of Sparta. And that's a historical picture, right? Yeah, that's, what he, that's exactly what he looked like. 
So what the fuck here? Because at, at the age of seven, you go away to learn to be a soldier and photography. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you learn how to fucking do setups, mate. What shape he got into for that, like? mate? All. Do you remember everything after that? Like the Spartan workout. Yeah, yeah. You need to do the Spartan workout plan. You were I was, sixteen. Like, I was yeah. too busy sitting reading Herodotus and eating crisps. Yeah. Um, mate, look at these. This is this is the actual picture of the battle. This was painted in the eighteen hundreds by some cunt John Louis. Oh, this is my stag, mate. Imagine, I mean, I can't imagine that they just dandered in with a shield and their wee fucking jimmies hanging out. Now. Yeah. There's just no way that happened. But, but they did used to train and all. They did, but like I think they would have had something on, like some armour. Like Anything I've read, it's like, nah, they, they let it all go. Like in their training, they'd go for like a 10k run, just let it all hang out. Bollock naked? Shaving time off that PB? Yeah, fucking right. Like you're not carrying a second skin even, right? So, like, do you know what's clear, though? Big beards. HBB's historical big beards. Yeah. Not to be confused with HBB historical bad bastard. No. Yeah. But no no moustache for the Spartans. Is that right? Oh, really? I don't know about that. What's I heard that? that they would shave the moustache to keep the beard. But Interesting. That's a weird move. The reverse yeah. Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Sounds like, a, sounds like a physician. <laughs> um, so, I like it. So, that's my favourite. Queen Lyric. Anyway, uh, so they go they go to Thermopylae, right? So this, this is where we get into talking about was it really 300, right? So the plan, it's a bottleneck. So the plan is to jam that bottleneck with Spartan hoplites and it'll mean however many abreast they are, like I can't remember the actual number, ten. like 10 people I think it is, right? Across and that's that's the bit where everyone has to come through. Well, the Spartans fancy their chances against that thing because they know they'll just fucking bait off whoever comes in, right? But surely, like, I get their tactics. Surely that's going to take a long time. It will. So, the, so, well, it took a few days, right? Why are people not going over the top, too? What do you mean? Like, why didn't they, like, catapult themselves over the Spartans? Then attack I them don't know that you'd catapult people at this time. You, you know, HJT, HJP, historical jetpack. Um, <laughs> so... Basically, what's happening is, and here, see Xerxes, arrogant as fuck. Like, here, this is no problem. We're going to steamroller these cons. How many of them are there? 300, sir. Fucking get in there. Right? Sounds like a lie, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, uh, how many, there really? Right? There's 300. Yeah. Saying 400, you know what I mean? Now, well, well, this is the thing. There's actually 300 homoioi, right? The top level of Spartan. And I'm including the king, Leonidas. Now, Sparta had two kings always because one would go off. One would go fight, and the other one would keep the 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 council, the, the city alive, right? Now this is something I didn't like in the movie. Was the ephors in uh in Sparta who are like the elders, the people who advise? They were weird they're in the movie. Mon- they're literally monsters in the movie, like Dirty and they're like all creepy and all, and they're just fucking people, right? Now anyway, so uh, you had to climb, you had to climb to the top of the mountain, didn't he? Yeah, it's all the weird. Meeting, yeah, it's all weird and all, right? What so we, do you bring me? Fucking five Robert the Bruce's dads up there. Yeah. Weird, right? Just weird. So that was like a wee council of E-Force. HBR, historical back reference. <laughs> so so uh, Leonidas takes the 300 uh, Spartans, but here, he also took some Perioikoi and some uh, Helots. So every Spartan, I think the ratio is basically three to one. Or four to one fucking helots to Spartans, uh, that they brought with them. So, and and then they met other Greeks on the way, 
So it wasn't really 300, it was probably more like 4,000, right? Also, the three... Still not a lot, though, against, against the, like, probably 300,000 of yeah. uh, Xerxes. The 300 he took with him were meant to be his personal guard. Yeah, which like was his... like 300, but apparently they changed it. He took different people because every man who went had to have a son, had to be married and have a son. Yeah, yeah, so that their, their because, bloodline would go right, on. Right, they thought. Because so, they basically know it's a suicide mission, right? Right. But this is this is good for Spartans. The dying battle is good and all that stuff about, the you dream know, of it. you know, now I hate when the woman says it in 300 where she's like, come back on your, sh- come back with your shield or on it. You know, fucking get back here. Come and back come, on it. Come back and you've on won or come back fucking on it. Right. right? It just shows, <laughs> it just shows up with two shmerny aces. <laughs> ah, I'm on it. Um, <laughs> So uh, they bugger off. They they get there. They get the Thermopylae and they fucking mount this this blockage at the the breach, right? And on the first day, they fucking kick everyone's content, right? Now in the movie, they have scenes of like Fassbender and stuff breaking out of the out of the hoplite line and fucking spearing people different. I would say that. Veering towards myth, and it's great for a movie. But the whole point of this warfare is that it's just a slog. It's just, it's just a nightmare, and right. it's so hot, and you're just spearing cunts, right? Now, on the first day, they fucking defeat people, and Xerxes is like, "Don't worry about it, lads. We've got this." You know, walking yeah. risotto. I got this, right? And he's like, "Don't worry about it. We're gonna fuck. We'll do them tomorrow. We'll see them tomorrow. They'd be knackered." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Second day, Leonidas and the boys fucking. <laughs> So is there, he's looking at them like kids at a birthday party on the or at a wedding on the dance floor. He's like, sleep at night. They'll tear themselves out. Don't worry about that. By nine o'clock, they'll be sleeping. But but that that same kid who's running about the dance floor is secretly baiting Kelly sugars into them. Right. And it's just fucking gonna go all day the next day, right? Yeah. Baiting the fucking Red Bull in. So second day, fucking spare the fuck and Xerxes starts going. He's you fucking serious? Like, are you fucking serious? Because wasn't that a, apparently like, and this in the movie too, the, the one big difficulty they had was removing the dead bodies. Yeah, yeah. Because it's such a small area and they're killing that many of them. Yeah, so like, overall casualties in four or five days here. I'll, I'll get there, I'll get there, sorry. So, so uh, what happens then is... Um, there was like two parts of your brain talking to each other there. I know, sorry. Overall casualties in four or five days. I will get there, sire. <laughs> Please, I like the way. Give me more time. The second half of my brain responds to the first half, like you're playing like a strategy game. <laughs> when you click on somebody and they say, you know, yes, sire. I I love playing commandos, and there's an Irish guy. I love going commandos. And you click on him, and he has a couple of ones. So he has one where he goes, where he goes, uh, coming, coming over, and then you click him again. He goes, I'm coming. Unbelievable! Oh, and and the the English sapper when you click on him, he goes yes, sir. I love that. I come every time he says that now. Commandos. So, so third day happens, and Xerxes is starting to get fucking. It's like a stag. First day was brilliant. Second day, all second right, day you had day. a ride with somebody. Let's third just day home. you're going, you're counting the days until you're yep. back, right? So on the third day, then there's a, he's getting fucked off, and then there's this wee guy now. In the in the more mythical, legendary stuff, and definitely in three hundred, this guy Ephialtes, right of Trachis, uh, who will have a photo off from the movie. Dan, 
Now, I looks like I have a rager on. Right? Yeah. That's, that's literally what my Walt looks like when he's the, excited. The thing in the movie I remember about him is being like, even though he is the way he is, yep. bro is jacked. He is jacked. Because uh, he's trained and all. Now, he wants to be in the Spartan army and Leonidas is like, all right, mate. He basically right. says we're kind of a weakness. Yeah, we're one weakness, and it ruins everything. And he's like, "I'm not weak," and it's like Leonidas like fucking flicks his ear. And he no, he does away. this. He goes, he goes, he goes. I want to be. Can I be in this and all? And Leonidas goes, "Yeah, yeah." Lift your shield above your head. Hard to watch. It is hard to watch. Hard to watch. It's like, do you know what he always reminds me of? Do you remember that, that old joke, the Peter Beardsley joke? You know, Kevin Keegan goes into Newcastle's dressing room and goes, we're going to be doing some transfers here this season. There's going to be some new faces coming in here. Peter Beardsley goes, can I get one, boss? Great Good. banter. So, Effialdi's uh, of Beardsley. Um, he, um, he is a Greek who, when the Spartans won't let him join in the fun, goes uh, to Xerxes and says, here, you know why you've got this bottleneck here and you're getting fucking rid to death and you're getting pissy about it now? There's a wee shepherd track that I know of that sort of goes up here. See up out there on a the mountain, it just looks like mountain. And you're thinking you can't take your army through there. You can take a few lads back there. Yep. And he goes, right, show me. So Effialdi shows Xerxes, uh, Xerxes guys, how to get round the back of the Spartans. And on the fourth day, uh, that's what happens. They get round the back of them and they basically get pincered down from both sides. They still put up a fucking good fight. And... Uh, and what actually, so overall casualties after like four days of this fight. Sorry, how bad does FELDs feel about it though in the end? I, th- I think in the movie he feels pretty bad, but I think I think in real life he probably got fucking paid. Oh, wow. Um, but then we've done a couple of stories I got where people get paid off, probably feel pretty shit after it anyway. But uh, a couple of the Spartans get away to basically tell Themistocles here, they're coming by the way. And um, but but overall casualties in four days is the third time I've tried to say this. Uh, Spart Spartans and the Greeks basically lose about four thousand at this battle, and uh, the Persians lose about twenty thousand. So that's like that's a result. good that's a that's a fucking win, right? And it's all though we FLTs. Yeah, he's a weak dick, right? But do you think if it hadn't been for him, if this is true, right? Historical wee dick, <laughs> and it hadn't been for him. Do you think how lo- how much longer do you think they could have gone? Because, like you said, it's a suicide mission. They're not going to be able to keep. They're not going to win. They're not going to. They're not going to win. But I think they could have gone longer if they weren't attacked from behind. But then it's also like, how long when you is Effialtes is Effialtes totally real? Put yourself in this situation. If you were being uh, taken from behind, how long do you think you'd last? Des. <laughs> Des not weeks. Oh, do you mean like, yeah, is he so real? Like, is or he is real it... or is he like a... A device? He, yeah, because, a, a literary device because he, his name then becomes synonymous with Nightmare. In You're Greek. having an F.E.L.T.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and like... Um, when was the last uh, time you had an F.E.L.T.? Do you mean like a bad dream or like a nightmare? Not like a nightmare, like... Um, bound to be with time. Oh, I think a, I think a day or two. That's harsh. I I've been very good with time recently. I've been late once. I think, and it was to here last time where you made me apologize for wasting everyone's time. But um, no more so than you. And uh, I think 
do you know what? I was having an I was having an FLTs with a fucking boiler in the new house, but I think I sorted it out. Right. Do you know what? I think I sorted it out. Do you know what that is for me? Whatever the opposite of an FLTs is. Yeah. I had a fucking Leonidas. Right. With this. Um. Cute. Cute. Dan. See when he texts a group in a week, he's like I can't come in because my whole whole house is like flooded. Put the curb music over it. Yeah. Oh. Also, please, please don't uh, go, here's Twank having a Leonidas and it's my wee face, <laughs> you know, on top of the guy's body with a wee fucking worm hanging now. So, uh, he, um, yeah, so is FLD's real, whatever, but I think they would have lasted longer if this shepherd's path hadn't been discovered. Now, the Greeks bugger off down to, uh, this, a couple of Spartans get away and they go and tell, um, they go and tell Themistocles, uh, they're going to be coming in from Thermopylae. And Themistocles says, let's retreat from Artemisium, where they were giving them a good fucking fight. Um, let's retreat from there. And let's clear Greece. So they sort of retreat all the way through Greece to the island of Salamis. This is like, they are evacuating Greece. like, uh, And Persia, the Persians are raking through Greece. They even take over the abandoned city of Athens. And um, then so they the, get everyone to leave. They get everyone to leave, but then Themistocles comes up with a plan to let's attack the Persian fleet that are bringing supplies and reinforcements. Let's hit them hard as fuck. So the Persians are coming like this. The Greeks come back, but then they might be going like that. Yeah, yeah. So in the sea, they come around the side. They absolutely destroy the Persian fleet at Salamis. And Xerxes is like, right, fucked it, <laughs> fucked it, it's time to go home. It's the equivalent of being on a night out and you see your making glass and you go, That's taxi, me. That's me. taxi. Yep, yep. Um, so uh, he goes, right. I mean, my first thought would be protecting my mate, but. My first thought is Esperanto, <laughs> Esperanto. Um, so uh, he, um. Gilgamesh? I don't know, that's not even there anymore. Anyway, so he, um, it was a kebab place. I, I didn't even know what Esperanto was. You know what? It was a kebab place. I wouldn't have even gone to either of them, isn't that mental? Yeah. Don't eat kebabs. Anyway, I was trying to stick with a Greek, Turkish vibe. Anyway, so we, um, yeah, so Xerxes loses the Battle of Salamis and goes, fuck. See, some people will say the Battle <laughs> of Salamis, by the way, because that's the way it's spelled. Right. False. Uh, you've seen the Spartans don't really have Salamis, they have more like chipolatas. So, they they um they they lose that battle, the Greeks win that battle, and Xerxes retreats. Now literally lost when he retreated, he ended up leaving a load of the Persian army, like his mercenary army, in Greece and throughout the fucking uh like Turkey and all the Bosporus and basically across the Aegean into Turkey and he just buggered off straight back to Asia and left all these people and I mean loads of them died through like starvation and fucking like because they had nothing right an army runs on its fucking stomach and they had no more supplies right so that loads of them died um and the greeks then basically all go back to their cities and it's like here fuck persia and then you're into this period then from about 470 10 years after this you're well actually only a few years after this not even 10 years four or five years later you get into this period known as the Pentecontatea, which is this. What do you call me? Uh, which is a a fifty year cold war, lots of little issues going on. on. So, yeah, so like between Athens and Sparta, because the Athenians had their um, 
they had like the what what did you call it now? So there was the the Spartans had the Delian League, and Athens had the um like the Ionian fucking what was it called? That thing where they all like they put their names the, on a stone and dropped it. Yeah, yeah. So they it, would yeah. like pay tribute. So the the real the pro in the same way that Sparta had this, you know, the and the word Spartan sort of describes like things that are usually like sparse and fucking you know because that was their lifestyle. The Athenian lifestyle was to have a big city uh, for this time. But obviously, the thing with urban centres is you can't grow food there. So you have to bring it in from outside. So there was too many people living in Attica and Athens to, uh, like, too many people living there needing to be fed. So Athens would get uh, wheat and, and stuff like that in from outside of Athens to feed their people. Right. Um, from all these other islands in the Aegean and other states, um, I just can't think of the name of that. Was it the Athenian League? I think that's literally Aye. what it's called. So imagine like this is like you know the the Dan O'Connor League versus the you know the Lisburn League. Aye. So so they're basically being like they're doing a run to the shop, but they're not asking Sparta if they want anything. Yeah, well, Sp- Sparta has its own shit. They have their own allies. So there's like a whole load of Spartan allies, all little cities and towns. And there's a whole load of the Athenian ones. And, you know, this is where you get into like, so say like there's a row between a- an ally of Sparta and an ally of Athens. Well, Athens and Sparta line up on opposite sides that we row as well. This goes on for about 50 years, literally like the Cold War. Two big superpowers sort of, not really fighting each other in open battle, but sort of like, you know, going like, leaning around the side of other people going, <laughs> yeah, right. you're going to smack him? Yeah, yeah, how fucking, if you smack him, I'm going to smack you, and then if you smack me, I'm going to fucking smack That's my mate. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to fucking ride your dad, right, all that. And, um, so, that went on for about 50 years, and then 427, you get that kind of, uh, or, four 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 thirty one. 431, Dan, you're going to tell me, the, the Peloponnesian? I guess no, I wasn't gonna say anything, but is it look up a Peloponnesian War now? I'm, it doesn't matter what it you matters think. to me. It matters to me. I know you don't care about dates. I believe it's four twenty seven to four oh four, but some people will say it's four thirty one to four oh four. I got really kicked off in four twenty seven. That's when it got bad. Wikipedia says four thirty one to four oh four. Okay. First year uni. Have I mentioned? Yes. Quub, that's where I went, QB. So um, that war went on for 27 years. That was a massive split then in Greece between Sparta and Athens. Uh, Sparta essentially essentially won that war. And um, and then Athens had this terrible period where it was ruled by 30 tyrants. We're um, a long way from Thermopylae now. No, I'm just saying this is like the, this is the path of history, Dan. Okay. No, it all sort of stems from... This is the destruction of that pan-Hellenic fucking but what was world fu- good together into this fucking row. But wasn't there a fallout from the battle? Like, didn't um, Sparta say... What was Sparta's beef for the Athens after? Because in the film, they make it seem like Athens didn't come straight away to back up Sparta. I think that's... I think, I think the loss of the Spartan king was a problem for them. I also think that there's that... going to be that suspicion that, you know... Oh, well, if the Mysticles had fucking sent more people. There were two people who survived yeah. the well, battle, and one was an envoy, envoy who went to other 
Greek nations to try and get them to send troops. Yeah. And the other was a guy... He's in the movie. The other yeah. guy's a real gruff cunt. I can't remember well, his name. Yeah. yeah. Aristodemus or... Ar- Aristodemus. Something like yeah. that. But the guy, the envoy who'd been sent away, apparently when he heard the result of what had happened, he committed suicide just in dishonour of not having been there. And the other, the other guy from the film... He was blind. He like got an infection in his yeah. eye, and so was pretty much blind. But when they have the big fight at Plataea, mm, that yeah, that was later, that was the other big battle. Yeah, the battle of Plataea. Yeah. He insists. He's got like a a guy who shows him where to go. That he stood in the front line and just swung until someone chopped him down. I bet you got cleaned out straight away. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, we don't want a weakness here. I'm fine. <laughs> Well, perception of depths, fuck, Here. which will not help me in spear warfare. They told him he was at the battle. He was in his back garden. <laughs> You're on the front line, mate. Uh, swipe away <laughs> that fucking ham we've hung up for you. Like fucking, like he's on forged in fire. That's one of the weirdest things to do on that show, isn't it? Just cutting up fucking roasts. Uh, and then Doug Marquetta, edge weapon specialist. Your blade will cut. Oh, I love that. Did you ever watch it? You've no. never seen forged in fire? No. I think you would enjoy it. What do they make weapons? They make blades. Uh. I don't think you would enjoy it. That we um, okay, what about Themist- Themistocles? Themistocles. Where does he end him? up? I can't remember. Does he not end up like going to Persia? I does actually he, can't does remember. He gets kicked out of you know where they. Oh well, that? they do the classic thing, which is like any time somebody becomes like overexposed in Athens, you know, like he's he's on he's on the Kilty show and Jerry Kelly on the same weekend. Right. He, you get gone. You get... Uh, Banished for like what's 10 the, What's years. the word? Uh, what? Ostracized. Can, have I talked about ostracism? Can I please mention this? This is brilliant. Yeah. Do you know where the word ostr- ostracized comes from? Austria. It comes... so Ostriches? An, 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 an ostra... An Ostriches ostr- getting kicked out of Austria. Ostracoi are tiny bits of broken pot, right? Right. And in... Uh, in Athens, they you you would write someone's name on it, uh, when they were when you're basically deciding who's gonna get fucked out, and if you got a certain percentage of the vote, you get fucked out of Athens for ten years. It was basically like a here, sort out your affairs by all means. You get like I think you got like a week or right, a, a week month or, or something. Yeah, a week or two. It was like here, see in fourteen days, business days, you'll be gone. Ten years, we'll see you later. It's been great. And so they did that to a few people. They did it to him. I think they ended up doing it to Pericles as well. He was the, he was the leader. Father, was it? Was it? I think they did it to him. though, did they not during in, the the Peloponnesian in War? In the movie Three Hundred, how much of a historical bad bastard is Dominic West's character? Which one's he? Yeah. You are not going to enjoy this. Oh, that guy. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Piece of shit. Movie's uh, great. Like at the because at the time it's fun. It it's is fun. Fun movie. I was watching it at a time when I was steeped in. Herodotus. Imagine means. that trip to the cinema. Actually, um, I think you'll find. Do you it, want a bit it, of popcorn? Right it, at the bottom. It was a bit like that. Uh, right at the bottom. Yeah. Um, I I think. So many. So here, popcorn? hit or miss for you. Um, kind of hit, but so much of it myth. Like the whole idea of the story is that there was 300 Spartans there by themselves. I think when you realise it was way more than that, okay, they were really outnumbered, but... Still outnumbered by, like, maybe, like, like 99 times over. Yeah. You know? Still, like, very impressive if they fought them off for a few days. And ultimately, they won. But, you know, 
I'm it's the FA Cup story, isn't it? It's having Waterlooville or holding Liverpool at two each. Yes. You know what I mean? And then Liverpool win, you're like, fuck them. Because they bring on a blind guy. <laughs> they, uh, I, I'm on penalty still. For fuck's ha- sake. Having Waterlooville bringing on a blind guy, but it's like a guy who installs blinds. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not training. Because <laughs> he's not a full-time soldier. So they, um, I mean, yeah, and the idea in the movie of Xerxes being this like demigod type guy and all that. I think at the core of it, it's a hit. But too much of it for me is a myth, so I'm gonna say myth. I'm I'm gonna veer on the side of hit here and say, I think the numbers are misleading. But I'm gonna say I believe the battle happened. I believe. Yeah. Oh, same. But I just think yeah. the story has become too, more there's myth. A, than there's hit. a lot of bullshit hanging around it. I think, but I believe in Herodotus, and I believe in. It's a good. It's good. I, I, I would. I would literally. I would literally say this right. There, there are three or four historical uh, documents that I think are actually like exciting to read. Herodotus. No, don't say one. Mein Kampf. No, no. Her Herodotus's histories of this time are are actually there's a lot of good shit in there. Horrible. Thucydides' Peloponnesian War is fucking brilliant. Caesar's conquest of Gaul is fucking brilliant, and. Aeneas the Tactician Siegecraft is fucking brilliant. I must get them. I could literally lend you all of them, but I know I won't get them back. You'll burn them on me or something. Suetonius Twelve Caesars is also very good, but it's a wee bit dry in places. Yeah. But it's, be it's the good. <laughs> in the Caesar salad. Yeah. That's yeah, good. That's good. That's good. Uh, do you know where Caesar salad comes from? I've, I've heard a story about this where it's a, a chef... Uh, who was called Cesar, who like made it up. Do you want to know where it comes from? Do you want to know where it comes from? Do you? Google it. Guys, thank you for joining us for this episode of Myth Stories. Hit, I'm going to say it's hit, but I just mean there's a lot of elements of myth. A hit? Well, yeah, I didn't know what episode, what order we're going to put these out, but sure, this is the last episode in the series. Series one, it's been emotional. The series that's really, in many ways, not rewriting, but reimagining history. I think it's I think it's putting a modern understanding into historic, uh, historical events and questioning because this is something that you don't really get to do in school. For instance, you just have to sit there and go write dates, names, places. Yeah. Instead of going, did he? I which yeah. is an, which is an important question. Did they? I mm-hmm. the Spartans did this. Did they? I Joan of Arc did that. Did she? I. What's been your favorite episode of this whole series? I, I loved talking about this. I loved the Joan of Arc episode because I knew fuck all about it. See, and I, and I, feel like, I feel like I walked away with actually a bit of a grip on that. Yeah. Um, and I like Lost City of Atlantis. It was good. I enjoyed that one. Can I say the one that I think, if we're ranking them, I still don't understand the Wild West shootout one. You're right. like, yeah, these guys shot at each other and this guy died. Because we've got like the Titanic, the Lost City of Atlantis, Joan of Arc, these guys having a wee shootout in America, you know? The OK Corral. Also, we don't have the Titanic. <laughs> Did we not do one on the Titanic? Let's hear. Series 2? Well, look, we can't say too much at this point. It's a bit like when that guy made Squid Sorry, Games. I, I did a stage freezer and nobody else did. When, uh, when that guy made Squid Games, he goes, there's no plans to do another one. But he didn't close the door on. Oh. 
History Channel, National Geographic, get in touch, send us to places, we will sell out like that. We will take the dough, no problem. I thought Jermaine would sell tickets out wherever we go, but I'm also up for selling out. Could there be a live mystery from some sort of Pass. Hidden monastery? Treasures. There's treasures monastery. somewhere you want us to talk about going after them? <gasps> if you have a tip on treasures, comment below and let us know. Imagine me being in a boat, controlling stuff on a screen while he dives for it. Imagine that. Oh my God. I don't even know what it's going to be. Um, This has been great. Silver tipped into a lake or something, you know what I mean? It's been Gold thrown into an old fucking mineshaft, Jaren, like I, you know. That's a game all the kids play, isn't it? Gold in the mineshaft. Mineshaft. Oh, mineshaft. Um, that's what they call it in Germany. Yeah. Guys, thank you very much for watching, for listening. Will we? Will this be back? I dare say it will. I, I it's dare been say a it blast. Will. Cheers to Dan for putting it all together. For Fosty um, as well. Can't be with us today. Fosty can't be with us today. He went to Texas on a stag. And Flight got cancelled. The man's in bits. Yep. The man's the man's in in worse in a worse state than and let's link it back to this episode somehow. In a worse, he's in a worse state than F.A. Alti's after a fucking night on the town. Like <laughs> after after F.A. Alti's went out with all that Persia money, yeah, and fucking did he did a week he did a week in Persia. Yeah. <laughs> he's in a worse state. <laughs> he's in a worse state than F.A. Alti's big. <laughs> Shout out to F.A. Alti's historical historical T.G. It's TG, historical tragic, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't his fault. Guys, thank you for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll see you again in some form. In the meantime, Kieran Bartlett's No Blasters podcast, my podcast, Tea With Me. If you want to keep getting that fix, I think we've done something special here. Cheers to everyone for joining us on the journey. Kieran, any last, last words? It's been a blast. I've had a great time.